today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to talk about LRT, and not specifically about the project. Uh, that's a discussion that city council is going to have to have sooner than later when they start getting some numbers about uh, operational costs, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to shove that aside for a second. But the other concern, and we talked about this, I think, about a week and a half or so ago, uh, was some concern by Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger and some members of city council about the, uh, not the commitment necessarily, but about the, the the work ethic and the things that have to happen between the province and the city to make this project happen. Uh, Doug Ford had uh, apparently told uh, Mayor Eisenberger that he was going to come to Hamilton and meet with him. That hasn't happened yet, and the mayor is wondering why. We're told that there were some inquiries made about that. The uh, transportation minister suggested that he may want to have a look at this file. Uh, he hasn't done that yet. So, so there are some people at City Hall right now that are suggesting that maybe the province are dragging their heels on this. I want to get some clarity on that. And to do that, first, uh, I want to bring Donna Skelly into the conversation. Donna, of course, is the MPP for uh, Flamborough-Glanbrook, parliamentary assistant to the Minister of Economic Development, Job Creation, and Trade. And, of course, as a former city councillor, is well-versed on the LRT file. Donna, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us today. Good morning. Listen, I know I'm pulling you out of a session, uh, the, uh, a thing that you're doing today with uh, the public, and I appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Uh, no you, you saw the article in the spec today that uh, Matthew Van Dongen wrote and, and mm-hmm. expressing some concerns, some freedom of information stuff that they got on there. You, are you are you getting the, the vibe too, Donna, that there's some concern at City Hall right now about whether or not this project's going to move forward and the province's commitment to it? No, it's interesting you should say that because uh, that's new to me. I have um, not spoken, actually, with the mayor since he was reelected or since uh, I was elected about the LRT. And, and uh, Drina, his assistant, did reach out at one point but never followed up for a further meeting. I, I would appreciate if, he's, if he has concerns, perhaps he should begin with, with me. And I, I, I'm in touch with the minister and the ministry on a, on a regular basis discussing LRT and other transit-related issues for the area, and I, I speak to the, uh, the Premier uh, on, a, on a regular basis. I'll be seeing him with the Minister, actually, this coming week uh, at our retreat in Kitchener. So, you know, it would be wonderful. If there are concerns, pick up the phone and call or, or, or book a meeting, and we can chat about it. But, uh, no, um, that's actually news to me. Let me ask you about protocol here. Uh, there was some concern. Doug Ford has been to Hamilton, of course. Uh, it yes. wasn't an official visit with uh, with the city staff or the city, but it was with business leaders. And and yes. and, and you and I talked about it that uh, I think it was the day after. And you suggested that well, that was obviously set up through your office and through uh, other yes. members here in the community. Uh, are they going through your office to try to facilitate this meeting between the mayor and, and the premier? Well, I can assure you that there will be a meeting, but it, I, I think that the protocol is to meet with the minister first, and the minister and I and his staff have been looking at dates to bring the minister to Hamilton to to meet with um, uh, members of council, to meet with the mayor, and I think that that is probably the first step that we should have before uh, we go any further in terms of meetings. Okay, how do you make that happen? Well, I'm in, t- I'm in talks with him now. It will be happening. It's just a matter of coordinating staff. I just returned, actually, from... We're still not back at... Uh, at Queen's Park. But no, no, I, you're, I you're, yeah, the recess isn't over to what, to the middle of next month, I think. 17th, yeah, and I've been on the road for 10 days um, on pre-budget deliberations, and, and which ended yesterday, uh, back in my constituency office this week, and then we're back again on the road next week. So um, it will probably be happening sooner than later, I'd say, within the next few weeks. Yeah, and, and this is a matter of, of, as you say, trying to coordinate things. I mean, the mayor's out of town this week, too. He's up in Ottawa, of course, for the large urban mayor's conference. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and has been for the last little while. He'll be back. Uh, actually, he's going to be on the show Friday. So uh, it's it's a matter of getting everybody together on this. But there's some consternation right now because there are some people, uh, based on some of the information that I've heard anecdotally from staff and from some of the elected officials, Donna, that uh, they thought that they might even be able to get shovels on the ground later this year. Now it looks like this isn't going to happen. Uh, is the project, in your opinion, is it falling behind schedule? Uh, it, it could be following be falling behind the schedule that the city has put forward, but uh, part of the problem is I'm not sure that they have clear understanding of the costs. And as you know, the province has committed and, and the premier has committed to the billion dollars minus what has been spent. But having just returned from 10 days of pre-budget uh, uh, consultations, I can assure you that it is a billion and only a billion. Um, if it does happen to exceed the billion dollars, the city will be responsible for finding out how to, to cover any additional costs. We are certainly not doing anything to drag this along. Um, but no, Maybe not officially you haven't, but the fact that you put a freeze on real estate purchases, uh, some people are saying, well, that is dragging it along. No, I think that that's probably more prudent in terms of until we find out the, the true costs. I'm going to go back, and as you know, um, my feelings about LRT, but my biggest concern when I was a city councillor was the cost of the project. Mm-hmm. Because when Councillor Whitehead asked for the extension to Eastgate, there was really a, a very vague um, understanding of how that additional uh, extra kilometers would be covered, and I'm not so sure that that has actually been identified but but the but the minister will be here we are not doing anything to to slow this down and i will tell you that there are other discussions i'm having with the minister that go beyond the lrt uh we have to look at other opportunities for transit and also for transportation the movement of goods in the hamilton area and i meet with him on a regular basis to discuss other opportunities uh, as well for the city. Now, you just mentioned a minute ago that if there's a cost overrun here, and, and you know, name me a project that doesn't have one of these, uh, any government at any level, they always seem to have cost overruns. But you just maintained or, or told us that if it goes over the million dollars uh, that's already the been billion? talked about, a billion, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, that the city's going to be responsible. Now, that's news to us because apparently there's no official word on that. And, and uh, are you telling us right now that that is the government's policy? Well, I, I don't think it's a stretch to think that when we're in a government facing a $15 billion deficit that we would not we would be able to uh, shore up funds for anything other than what we have committed to. The Premier committed to a billion dollars, and we are standing behind that commitment. But, you know, we, we have huge pressures facing the province right now, and, and uh, I think it would not be prudent to um, to try and and find uh, you know money that exceeds the billion. The billion is the promise; it's going to be kept. And uh, what happens beyond that? I, I I think that the city would have to um, look at ways of of funding anything that uh, goes beyond the billion dollars. But at city hall, they don't know that yet. So are, are you stating well, I, are you stating I, I, government I, policy or just speculating? I'm well. Uh, am I speculating? I'm stating what the facts are that have well, been. That, we, we commit. We commit to a billion dollars. I don't know if it's going to exceed uh, a billion, but it would be very difficult for the province to say we're going to find more money when we have hospitals that are that are asking for additional beds and long-term beds and and other transit projects across Ontario and you know other priorities in other sectors. 
uh, I think it's reasonable to say that we're committed to our billion dollars. Donna, I know I've pulled you out of a meeting. I know you get back in there, and I really do appreciate the time. Uh, do me a favor, though. Uh, mm-hmm. When you do set this thing up and, and Transportation Minister Yurik does come into town, we'd love to have you and he on the program here to maybe talk I about will, this file. I will. I, I you haven't will set agendas yet, so I'd like to... I will like try to, to have him in the morning. How's that? That so sounds like a deal. Morning, so you can have him early. Okay. Sounds All right, right. Th- Thanks so much, Donna Skelly, of course, okay. MPP for uh, Flamborough, Glenbrook, and Parliamentary Assistant. Uh, for economic development. Uh, well, there you go. I mean, her suggestion, because uh, we have not heard official government policy on this, that if there is a cost overrun over this billion dollars that they've talked about, that the city would be on the hook. That's uh, probably news and not good news for uh, Mayor Eisenberger and others. Let's get John Best in on the conversation, publisher of the Bay Observer, who's been on this file for, seems like, a hundred years, John. <laughs> yeah, a minimum, yeah. Uh, easily, yeah. How are you doing today? Good, thanks, Bill. I, I think we have breaking news here that uh, the government's going to be, or the provincial uh, government is suggesting that the, the municipal government's going to be on the hook for any cost overruns. Now, that's a question that heretofore they said they did not have an answer to. Now, I understand Don is not the minister, uh, and I understand that logic would suggest that that's the way things are going to go, but they haven't received official word on that yet. Well, I'm sure she's well informed on that issue, and I don't know why anybody would be surprised, frankly. Uh, it's been a billion dollars uh, going back to Kathleen Wynne. Even she said uh, up to a billion more than once. So I, it, it's not a surprise that maybe, you know, the, the fact that it's now been reiterated is, is, a, is a surprise, but I, I don't know anybody that thought... Uh, this thing was going to be paid for by the province up to any uh, level. And, of course, we know with so many of these projects that they do run into cost overruns. Well, that's so, what I mean. Let's be pragmatic yeah. about this. I mean, yeah. now, and, and the two things about that, and let's, let's talk about that cost for a second, John. Uh, I know that the mayor and, and others on council that are supportive of the LRT are hoping that, uh, that when the bids come in uh, to see who actually wants to, to try to build this thing, uh, that they can come in under a billion dollars. Uh, now, that's wishful thinking in, in my mind. I don't know that that's necessarily going to happen, given the, the delays that we've had, the real estate purchases that have yet to be made, the remediation that has to happen, coming in under costs. Come on, that's a stretch. Yeah, it, it is. And you've got to remember that the, the, um, uh, in that uh, big meeting where, where the project, where council voted to allow the project to move yet another step forward, um, the the business remember up at that point they were looking at a at a project that was going to run from Mac to the Queenston traffic circle yeah uh, and the the additional uh, trackage that was uh, that was tacked on uh, going out to Eastgate uh, was literally done on the back of an envelope while the meeting was underway so there was no costing there was no nothing it was just uh, craziness. And uh, so I, I don't think we know what the project's going to cost. I, I'd be stunned if it came in uh, under a billion or even at a billion. And, and I think the, the, the two big unknowns that I was looking at the, the papers again the other day, and I, you know, we're, we're going to build a, a standalone bridge across the Shadok Ravine, and we're going to build a tunnel uh, under the THMB tracks at uh, King and Gage. I just, you know, those two aspects of it just cry out for cost overruns, I think. But we'll see. I mean, at some point, uh, you, the big problem right now, is, as was confirmed, uh, we mentioned it uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was confirmed in, in the Spectator story today, is that they've had to extend the bid date by, by three months because nobody's bidding on the project, and, or at least nobody's submitted a bid as yeah, yet. Yeah, that's, that's kind of important. 
Yeah, so it's great to say, what's it going to cost? Well, you're never going to know if nobody submits a bid. Here's so. here's the other element to this, uh, and, and I'm going to go back to some of the comments made by some of the councillors who I, I think it's fair to characterize begrudgingly supported moving forward on this project, notwithstanding some serious reservations that many of them seem to have. But it was on the, the proviso, John, as you recall, that said as long as Hamilton taxpayers don't have to pay one dime towards this. And back then, that sort of sounded feasible, but given the scenario that we're in right now, where the government seems to be, the provincial government seems to be leaning towards saying any cost overruns are going to be the city's responsibility. Uh, where's that support going to go? Well, uh, I evaporate think, uh, that that business of voting for it on the proviso that it not exceed uh, that we not spend a penny. That was always taken as a yes vote. Uh, now it's become a no vote. I think. Well, uh, yeah, because I mean, if it's even a buck over, I mean, te- technically, those councillors uh, would probably withdraw their support and probably feel comfortable doing it at this stage. We could we could probably scrape up a buck, but if it's uh, two, three hundred million, even a hundred million, I, you know, we just went through a capital budget exercise here, and we we, we really got to be straight with people out there. The the reason we're able to keep these tax increases down to you know one and two percent. We're, we're simply uh, cheating the um, uh, the capital budget side. So we're constantly squeezing the capital budget side. We're under-investing in, in needed repairs and maintenance in order to keep the overall tax at, at some kind of a tolerable level. So, you know, uh, I, I just think there's a, a lot militating against it. I also noted in, in the article that, that uh, the art, the uh, staff report that was uh, extended to the previous minister uh, warned of, uh, you know, we won't get the economic uplift and, you know, various things if we don't go ahead with it. I would simply say that that's coming from Metrolinx, and Metrolinx has already been criticized by the uh, Auditor General for uh, downplaying or even ignoring uh, the possibility of bus rapid transit, not only in Hamilton, but in two other projects. So I, I think the sense is, I, I think it's pretty clear that Metrolinx has become an advocate for LRT, uh, even in some cases where it may not be the best solution. Yeah, exactly. Well, very quickly, I know we're almost out of time here. Uh, in, in this Freedom of Information uh, request that the spec finally got some details on, although, as they mentioned, a lot of it's already redacted, uh, a July MTO memo, that's Ministry of Transportation memo, estimated the total capital cost at more than $1 billion dollars. Uh, suggesting that the move to Queenston uh, from Queenston Traffic Circle all the way to Eastgate, this is the quote here, led to an increase in the base capital costs above the previously committed $1 billion. If that's the case, and that's their estimate, and this is Metrolinx, this is not the city, uh, there are storm clouds up ahead, John. There are indeed, and, and I think uh, for council, I think the best thing for them to do is not vote on anything until they finally see some real numbers. Exactly. John Best of the Bay Observer, as always, John, thanks for this. You're welcome. Uh, Yeah, it's about as clear as mud now, isn't it, as to what's going to happen. Uh, By the way, uh, Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberg, as we mentioned, is in Ottawa for the larger and mayor's caucus. He will be back uh, later on this week, and on Friday he'll be in town, uh, and he'll be on our program, of course, for a mayor's town hall. So you can bet that we'll follow up with the mayor about this and many other LRT and other budget-related stuff. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.